Chapter 4 Avery Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I'm not going to get these done in time. I look at my phone. I have an hour left before Roberto, the driver, has to pack the centerpieces up and drive them to the wedding venue in Malibu. I'm working as fast as I can, but the flowers are still not cooperating. The design is simple enough. Opaque, ivory white bases with a band of thick yellow ribbon around the bottom. The splash of yellow is the perfect complement to the yellow and white flowers inside the vase and acts to extend the crisp color scheme of the wedding decor. When I went over this design with the bride and groom three weeks ago, I thought that it would be a walk in the park, since the vases aren't see-through. That means there's no need to worry about the arrangement of stems. Those can be such a hassle. The bride wanted something simple and yellow, and this was supposed to be a breeze. I like to have my centerpieces done completely the night before, but unfortunately, there was some sort of tulip emergency and they didn't get here until this morning. We're lucky they came at all. Don't worry, it's going to be okay, Cynthia mutters under her breath. Cynthia is my assistant and oldest friend. She's usually the one that's freaking out all the time, but this time, she's the one staying calm. Not a good sign. I cut the stems in the sink and carefully arranged the jonquils, sweet peas, ranunculus, and finally the tulips in the second-to-last centerpiece. Cynthia has already laid them out for me and made the first ten centerpieces. I look at my phone again. We only have five more minutes before Roberto shows up. We need at least ten minutes to look over each centerpiece and make sure that it's perfect. My mind and hands have never worked so well together. I'm cutting, arranging, quaffing, and adjusting at record speed. Even though Cynthia is the type to talk endlessly when she's nervous or anxious, she knows better than to disturb me now. A few minutes later, Roberto arrives and everything is almost ready. There's only one more centerpiece left to check. Wow, I can't believe you got it all done, Cynthia says. I take a step back from the table. My light, turquoise, long sleeve shirt is drenched in sweat. The apron I'm wearing is barely covering it, and even though I've known Cynthia for many years, I hope she doesn't notice. Cynthia and I help Roberto load up the van. Why don't I just go to the venue myself, she asks. You can stay here and relax. I've never not gone and set up the centerpieces myself, but this has been a very stressful job, and I'm leaning toward letting go of some control. Are you sure, I ask. Yes, of course. She has a surprised look on her face, like she can't believe that I'm actually going to let her do this. I'm going to make it perfect, she adds. I know she will. She's even more of a perfectionist than I am. Cynthia and I have known each other since we were 13. Her parents are like my second parents, and I practically lived with them after the accident. My parents died in a car accident the summer after we graduated from University of Southern California. I had a job lined up at a boutique investment bank in downtown L.A., but after the accident, I couldn't take it. I didn't do anything for a whole year, and Cynthia and her family took me in and cared for me. I was 22, way beyond the legal age, but after their death, I became a lost teenager again. It took me close to two years to finally feel normal again, or as normal as I could. After Cynthia and Roberto leave, I decide to make myself sangria. I don't drink often, but I'm in the mood right now. 
I cut up apples and oranges into squares and toss them into a pitcher and add three tablespoons of organic brown sugar. After muddling everything with a spoon, I add a cup of orange juice and a third a cup of brandy for taste and muddle it again. Then I dump a bottle of Alburo Spanish Red, a dry Spanish red wine, and taste it. It needs something else. I add a splash more of brandy and a little more brown sugar to sweeten the mixture. After adding ice and garnishing the rim of the pitcher with orange segments, I pour myself a glass and go out onto the porch.